Let us pray. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that lapped, I will save you, and deliver the Midianites into thine hand. And let all the other people go, every man unto his place. Judges 7 7. Father, before I even begin my day, I thank you that word of my bravery and your hand upon me has reached the ears of all those who oppose me. Therefore, with boldness in my heart, I will continue my journey in overcoming the setbacks that have been sent to derail my destiny. As my feet touch the ground, I thank you that the devil and all his little minions are shaking because of the power that is moving through me. I confess that I will not have my mind set on a certain way to win the battle, but instead I will look to you, Lord, who, with creativity and individuality, produce methods that will confuse my enemy and give me complete victory without burnout and turmoil. Like the story of Gideon in Judges 7 and 8, today is the day that my name will be known throughout the enemy's camp. Today is the day that all hell will move out of my way, because the all-powerful God is with me and his angels go before me with trumpets and swords sent to confuse and stun my enemies. Glory to God, who shows up again and again to fight for his children. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for making prayer a priority in your life. To hear the Bible come to life, stay tuned for The Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are 
and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Gideon's Army and God's Glory Previously, we were introduced to God's new hero, Gideon. Gideon was a cowardly and weak man, but the strength of God fell upon him. He was filled with enough bravery to summon an army against the Midianite horde. Now the armies of Israel are gathered, ready to follow Gideon into battle. In this story, we'll learn of God's unusual tactics for building an army and how he uses Gideon's intelligence to lead Israel into victory, inspired by the book of Judges. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In yesterday's episode, we heard how God called Gideon an unlikely and reluctant leader. And Gideon was called to rally the troops against the Midianites and the Amalekites who were pillaging Israel's crops and stealing their livestock. Gideon was slow to accept his calling, but when he did, he was joined by 32,000 men ready for battle. Gideon then asked God for one more sign that he was indeed going to save Israel. And like a patient father, reassuring his child, God gave Gideon the signs he asked for, not just once, but twice. Today, we'll see how God chooses and uses a select company of men out of the 32,000 troops that go to battle with Gideon. It will serve as a sure sign that the victory belongs to God and God alone, not by might or power or military prowess. Let's listen right now to today's reading. The sun rose over the Israelite army. Sun rays shone into the common areas between tents, Men were preparing their armor and sharpening their swords. Over 32,000 Israelite soldiers camped in the valley opposite of the Midianite horde, and the quiet preparation before war filled the camp. Gideon sat before God for guidance and direction. Gideon was no general. In fact, he would have never even considered himself a brave man or warrior. He stood before God, hanging on every word he spoke. The people are too many for me to use, God said. Gideon perked his ears up, and his face gave a confused look. God continued and said, If all these men march into battle and win, they will boast of their own strength and not mine. Gideon put his hands in his face and sighed. Rubbing his temples, he nodded to God and left his tent. Who was he to question God now? He gathered all the men into a common area. Thirty-two thousand of them gathered before Gideon. Gideon spoke confidently, 
although he was not entirely sure how this was going to help them. He said, Whoever here is fearful and trembling, get out and hurry back to where you came from. Gideon watched as a sea of 22,000 men departed from the group. Gideon stood, amazed that so many of them experienced the same fear as he did. Although Gideon might have been scared, he stayed, for God's Spirit was filling him up continually. Day by day he became more and more valiant. Ten thousand men remained, yet God still said there were too many. Take them down to the water, God commanded. Every man that laps the water with his tongue like a dog will remain with you, and whoever kneels down to sip from his hand will depart. So Gideon watched as the men drank. He watched closely, wondering what God was doing. The men who knelt down to drink like a dog fully paid attention to the water. The others who cupped the water in their hand were constantly looking over their shoulders. Gideon recognized what God was doing. The men who lapped had no fear of ambush. God wanted an army of fearless men. So he sent away all those that knelt down and was left with only three hundred soldiers. He gave them all trumpets and told them to rest, for that night they would have their victory. Night had fallen, and the light of day had disappeared from the earth. Gideon took one of his servants to go spy on the Midianite camp. The two men creeped in the darkness, remaining hidden. The Midianites lay along the valley like a dark sea. They were like locusts in number, and even their war camels could not be counted. Gideon's jaw dropped as he observed the vastness of their army. Their men seemed to outnumber the stars above them. The Midianites were mostly asleep, yet some of them stood watch around the fire. Gideon's ears perked up as he heard one of them speak. Gideon inched closer trying to hear what they were saying. He heard one soldier say, I just had a dream. Some giant piece of barley bread tumbled down to our camp and crushed the tents. Though the image of bread crushing a campsite was laughable, the soldiers were not amused. One of the soldiers replied, saying, That bread is the great sword of Gideon. He is a mighty man of Israel, come to destroy us. When Gideon heard this, His heart welled up with confidence. They were afraid of him. Him, Gideon, the smallest man of the smallest tribe. Gideon departed immediately. He knew now without a shadow of a doubt that God would slay the Midianites under his blade. Gideon marched through camp, banging his sword against his shield. Wake up, he yelled. Arise, for God will give us the Midianites tonight. Gideon divided the three hundred men into three companies. He gave them trumpets and empty jars to put their torches in. He caught their attention and said, Look at me, do as I do. When I blow my trumpet, you will do the same thing on every side of the Midianite camp. So he dispersed his soldiers. They spread out around the hills surrounding the Midianite camp. The jars above their torches made the light disperse, giving the illusion of thousands instead of hundreds. Gideon looked down at the Midianite horde. Then he looked all across the hills and saw his three hundred men surrounding the camp. 
The camp was quiet for a moment. Then Gideon raised his trumpet to his mouth. It echoed across the canyons, and three hundred trumpets joined in. For the Lord! And for Gideon! The men shouted. The music of war shook the ground, and the Midianite army awoke in a confused frenzy. The trumpets continued to bellow across the valley below. The Israelites broke the jars in their hands, and the piercing sounds of broken glass frightened the camels. The trumpets continued to wail. It was dark, but the torchlights from the hills loomed over the camp like fiery arrows. A sword for the Lord! And for Gideon! Every man shouted. The Midianites began to flee in every direction. One by one, they began to turn their swords on one another out of confusion. Gideon listened as the cries of dying soldiers filled the canyon. The Midianite horde dispersed in a bloody and frightened frenzy. And the army of Israel pursued them, picking them off in small groups. Gideon sent messengers out to the rest of Israel, saying, The Midianites are fleeing in every direction. Raise up your swords and slaughter them. So the rest of Israel joined in, finding scared Midianites and slaying them. Shouts of victory flew through the hills and valleys of Israel. Word of Gideon's bravery and the Lord's favor spread, and the people of Israel hoped once again. Though the danger was not yet over, the new leadership of Gideon put a fire in their bellies, and they were confident the Lord would provide. This is an absolute great story. This story begins with Gideon and his army of 32,000 men, which was a formidable force. But then God tells Gideon that there are too many, and if they go to war with that many men, Israel will boast in their own strength. Can't you imagine Gideon, who's already prone to doubt and fear and questioning as he's being confounded by such a statement that there are too many soldiers? Too many? Isn't that a good thing? You must have been thinking. Still, he was all in for God now, and so on God's orders, he told his men that if anyone who was fearful of fighting, they could go home. So when that was said and done, his army of 32,000 was suddenly cut down to 10,000. But God said that was still too many. He had Gideon test the men by having them drink water, and those who lapped up the water like a dog were to be separated from those who drank with their hands, with their swords ready. Only 300 men drank properly. This was a magnificent minority, because now only 300 would stay and fight. God told Gideon still that he would defeat Midian. That night, Gideon snuck into the Midianite camp because God had told him that if he needed some encouragement before the battle, just to go to the enemy's camp and listen and watch. And so he did, and he heard two soldiers talking. One was recounting an odd dream to the other. A piece of barley bread had tumbled into camp and toppled a tent. This was a strange dream, a nightmare, really. And the meaning of this dream struck fear in the hearts of that soldier and all of the camp of the Midianites. This was a sign that God had given Midian over to Gideon, that Gideon's army would defeat the Midianites. Hearing this filled Gideon with encouragement. So listen to what he did in Judges 7:15. As soon as Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, he worshiped. 
And he returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has given the host of Midian into your hand. Gideon is confident, but his confidence is in God. And so he worships God. And he told the others all that God had done. Notice he doesn't say God will give the host of Midian. No, to him this was a done deal. He is worshiping God because he knows God has given him the victory, the promise of victory which is sure. Gideon's response is a great example for us to follow, that we are to trust God and then tell others of the greatness of God. And so with an army of 300 men, Gideon surrounded the camp of Midian. With lit torches and loud trumpets, they woke the enemy from their sleep, breaking jars to create a deafening and terrifying sound. They were confused. The entire camp was thrown into confusion, and soldiers began killing each other, destroying, decimating the army. The remaining men were easily defeated by the 300 Israelites. Imagine this, a small army with the power of God defeating the enemy. Once again, God had used an unlikely person and unconventional means to grant Israel victory over a great foe. And now Israel can once again live in peace. But would it last? And would the next generation follow Gideon's example? We'll find that out tomorrow. So let's pray. Dear God, we thank you that you delight and desire to take the little things and even small people and use them in a great way. Because when we surrender to you and give our lives to you, we know there comes great blessing and victory that honors you. We thank you for Gideon and his army, for faith and leadership and the commitment to do whatever it takes. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you know, someone you love, because by sharing this podcast, you can make a big difference in someone's life in Jesus' name. If you want to know more about the Lord, how to know Him, how to serve Him, and be His disciple, then let me encourage you to visit my website, which is jackgraham.org. We would love to assist you in any way possible as you grow in your journey of faith. Again, that's jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Little hands and minds can start learning anytime. The good and the beautiful gives you everything you need to spark a love of lifelong learning. 
Give your preschoolers engaging, hands-on material built on high academic standards and wholesome values. Find a variety of free resources and affordable curriculum to ignite your child's curiosity. Start your journey now at goodandbeautiful.com. The Good and the Beautiful. Bring home a love of learning. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.